but now you'll ha- it'll be easier to put on fun wigs for costumes. I don't care. I'm going to spend like $50,000 to get them surgically implanted in my fucking scalp. Can't wait. Thanks, Joe. It's going to be great. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we can get started anytime. Five. Four. <laughs> Three. Two. And one. One. Hello, world. is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. You see what we did there? We reversed it for the first time in about three years. I don't think we've ever done that before. Nope. That's that's incroyable, if I do say so myself. Let me make sure I'm recording everything correctly. I (laughs) am. My name's David Auger. Actually, I am David OJ at MetalDavis02 on Twitter.com. And I'm joined, as always, by Beth. Hello, I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. And Veronica's not here. She's taking a day off and she deserves it. Yes, she's Done. a very busy lady. Now, people may be confused by what they're seeing on YouTube. On Anchor and other podcasting uh, blah, 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 blahs, platforms. Uh, the sound of my voice is the same, but I look like a spring chicken right now. (laughs) I have shaved my beard and now people know what my face looks like on the podcast. Unless you follow me already on Twitter or Instagram, you already knew it beforehand. The pandemic beard is gone. I hadn't touched it with a razor since March 14th, I think last year, 2020. My birthday was recently. I said, Fuck this beard. I got rid of it. So here I am now on the YouTube podcast thing with the happy hour. Speaking of happy hour, uh, at happy hour on Twitter, at happy hour pod on Instagram, YouTube slash happy hour on YouTube. Please subscribe and, and like and, and follow us and give us other and recommend likes. Us to your friends. What? Recommend us to your friends. Recommend us to your friends. We are so likable. Oh my God. We like, and we like meeting new people. We love meeting new people. We More do. so the ladies, but I get it. I will play along. <laughs> we we accept people of all genders. Yes. And um and orientations, I yes. guess. Uh, we, are, East West. we are an equal opportunity podcast <laughs> fan acceptance yeah. guys you know no applications you just yeah, you just show up just show up yeah you get a cookie a sticker it's fine wear a mask yeah please mm-hmm. oh i saw i saw a tweet that made me think of you dave speaking of masks oh sweet um, and it said <laughs> um i started dumping pouches of m&ms into my mask and eating them like a horse <laughs> That's not recommended. Do not do that. You will faster suffocate of chocolate than actually eat them. That, oh my God, no, that's, oh, that's so, that's so gross, actually. It would melt all the chocolate onto your face. I am so upset by that. I'm sorry. It's okay. It just made me think of you and your Skittles. Yeah, that's Do you still have any Skittles left? I respect Skittles. See, here's the thing. For my birthday, one of our Twitter followers, oh my God, what's her... Oh my god! Uh, what is it's cooking yummy with a bunch of eyes. Yeah. Her name um, is Ariane, and she gave me about five pounds of Skittles, assorted in different ways, and also other various candies. So I'm set on Skittles for like the next three or four days, <laughs> which is nice. 
I do <laughs> like Skittles. Um. Anyway, we are Habs Podcast. Welcome. We have um so much news. A lot. Because of all of the games the past week that had occurred, which amounted to zero because... Thankfully, last week when we had uh, Michelle Lacroix on, who said hi, Beth. Um, we Hello, uh, He missed you. Um, that There were players on COVID pro- protocol. Uh, you are Mia and uh, Jesperi Kotkaniemi were on the protocol. And they said, nope, that's it. No more games. Done. And a bit of an extreme measure, I thought, but welcome, that they canceled all of the games for the Habs for the week. And... It was only today, literally this evening, that we got word about updates to the schedule. For example, uh, tomorrow the Habs were up against Ottawa, and now they're actually up against Edmonton. And some of the rescheduled games, I don't have the I don't have the list memorized, but some of the games are being res- rescheduled for after the end of the regular season. So poor Oxampler. Um where the hell is it? I did that on purpose. Uh, crap. The one thing I wanted to have up, I don't have up. Okay, I got it. No, no, it's all good. So uh, the last game of the season was supposed to be on May 8th, which is three days after Cinco de Mayo. Mark down your calendars. Against the Toronto Maple Leafs. It was a Friday-Saturday matchup against the Maple Leafs, a back-to-back. But now the Habs are not ending their schedule against the Maple Leafs. For now. For once. Yeah, for once. For now, on May 11th, the Habs will be concluding the regular season against the Edmonton McDrysidles. Yes. And um, I don't think we can pull up Ryan Paling for that one because I don't think he can get a hat trick against Connor McDavid. Uh. No. Mm. That man gave up any semblance of public comfort in regular spaces in order to be a hockey god. So... I've seen plenty of fan pictures with him where he just looks like he wants to explode into a million pieces because he feels so uncomfortable. Connor McDavid? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Like yeah. somebody posted a picture of him getting a pe- he was getting a pedicure and this girl made him get out of his pedicure and take a picture with him. And so you can see his feet um, if you're into that. Um, <laughs> but he just looks so uncomfortable. And then there's other pictures where he's like just very awkwardly posed and he looks like he can't wait to run away and hear the sound of pucks on net again that makes sense i agree uh so that's the news on that so tomorrow night uh the have no i'm sorry tonight today is sunday number one we never record on sundays we usually record on mondays but because of things that are happening we're not going to be doing that much anymore so from now on until the end of the season we're probably either going to be recording on sundays or tuesdays probably either way we'll be on your morning commute with you yeah if you're commuting if you're commuting or if you're a shower podcast listener yeah shower podcast listener We'll, we'll be with you in, in, in a weekday morning. How loud do you have to have a podcast pumping to do hear you, it in a shower? Well, it depends on... Okay, so first of all, you can be crafty and recycle and put a... Um, you cut a toilet paper, a hole in a toilet paper tube on the side and you just stick your phone in that and prop it up against the back of the toilet and then you can hear it. Um, or on the sink, whichever's closest to your shower, or you can get a waterproof shower, Bluetooth shower speaker 
and you don't have to worry about your phone volume because you can just have that thing on the wall of your shower and it's a good time. Mm -hmm. We'll have links for that in the the thread below when we're talking about this. (laughs) We're not sponsored, but we'll we'll Yeah, we're not sponsored by fucking Amazon Home or whatever they do, or Alexa rather. Is it Apple Home? Whatever. I yeah, I don't don't know. Google Home, iHome, Alexa Home. Mm. Right. So didn't up. <laughs> we got all the oh yeah that's right you do have one so that's all the scheduling news out of the way aside from that nothing happened mark bergevin put together a presser which was pretty much about the postponements this was last week mm-hmm. and he said i'm not gonna be trading anybody i'm not gonna do a damn thing that's it i'm too high up against the cap 18 minutes later Habs trade for Eric Stahl, or whenever it happens. It happened on oh. Friday. That's right. <laughs> so on Friday, yeah. we the, the Habs have a Stahl brother. Finally, there's been like eight of them in the league, and we finally got one. Finally, we got Eric. I used to watch one of them play um, right? in the ECHL when I was in college. Did we get Eric or one of the? We got Eric. Yes, we got Eric. Got He's Eric. the oldest yeah. one. I believe so. I should have did some research. There's so many. It's like trying to remember like all of the Jonas Brothers. Like there's like 15 Jonas Brothers, but you only about three of them. Okay, so far Google is telling me there's a Jared Stahl, there's a Mark Stahl, there's a Jordan Stahl, and and there's a whole page about them on the Wikipedia. Isn't there a fourth one? Uh, Eric is the eldest. Yeah, Eric, Mark, Jordan, Jared. Okay. Oh, I guess. Oh I wow, we did get the oldest one. So Eric is uh is our boyo. Yep. Oh, Eric's and... way better than the other ones. Holy shit. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one, the <laughs> one. I had no idea. Yeah, the one that I don't, I don't. I watched one of the Jays in the AHL when I was in college, um, mm-hmm. a few years ago, and he was on the team in the city in which I lived. Mm. But the fans of that team didn't like him, and they didn't want him there. They would heckle him and the other team whenever he was on the ice. He you got could, traded away eventually. You but. could add up all the points from all the other Stall brothers, and they and Eric would be just wiping the floor of them still. It's pretty awesome. So we got the good Eric, albeit the old Eric. So why, why, why get Eric Stahl well on the team? As a listener told me um, on Friday, um, and this is Ian. Um, Ian. He's like at, no, it's, his name's Ian, A-Y-A-N underscore S-B on Twitter. Um, wow, he that is me, one letter away from a bad time. Well, he's from India, so. That's a uh, different cultural impact with that statement. Still odd. Look, that's his name. As a white person, I cannot comment. Please go on. That's his name. Um. He's also the inventor of the Shea Weber feelings meme, by the way. Mm. Um, yes. Um, but he said that with the addition of Eric Stahl, the Habs now have six Stanley Cup winners on their team. Perry, Toffoli, Allen, Edmondson, Froelich, and Stahl. Mm-hmm. So that's one reason why. But continue. Oh, um, he's a center. That, the other hand. There you go. It looks right now for me. I gotcha. So, okay. Yeah, but um, so he's a center. <laughs> he's a tall boy too. He's six four. Yeah. Um, just shy of two hundred pounds. Uh, he's part of the triple gold club. 
So now he joins uh, Corey Perry in that uh, esteemed company there. And uh, when we say triple gold, we mean uh, cup, world champion, and the Olympics. So uh, world champion being the World Cup of Hockey winner as well. So good for him. Good for Corey yes. Perry. Um, and there they are. So there was some hubbub today Hub-a-dip. about <laughs> about um, Eric Stahl's no trade list because that's um, right. The Habs were on his no trade list. Mm-hmm. However, no trade list updated annually. Uh, our friend of the podcast, John Liu, w- did a great little like mini thread or quote thread about like explaining the whole reasoning behind this. Um, and Eric Stahl had the Habs, and along with probably I don't know all the, what other if he, what if other Canadian teams he had on his list, um, but there were ten teams on that list, and seven of them could have been the Habs. I mean the Canadian teams, and it the Habs are definitely on there because of the fourteen day quarantine being imposed on players um, traded from the United States to Canada, but. Eric was happy to waive that clause um, since the governments have agreed to lessen that quarantine time to seven days. And a week is, while still a long time to miss games and be, not be able to practice with new teammates and whatnot, it's not as bad as um, 14 days. Because that, that's, that's an, a ridiculous amount of games. And um, especially when you're not injured and you just have to sit at home and deal with it. Um, so yeah, but if you want more, uh, detail on that, definitely check out John Lou's Twitter. Um, he has a little more expansion <laughs> on all that stuff. Agreed. Yeah. Let's also not forget that the Buffalo Sabres are fucking terrible also yes uh now whether or not that had an impact on uh mr stall waving his uh n m c no what we call it? yeah yeah um one can only assume so i'm not gonna go too far into that but the buffalo sabers are bad. yeah like not quite historical era bad but they're getting they're in to third, that point they're in third place i think what on like losing streaks or something yeah all right i think like the longest is 30 games and it was i don't know like the jets back in the year i think it was the jets like yeah or, or um, uh, the capital or one of the one of those uh, one expansion, of early expansion 30 teams. games yeah um, um and then but then they're about to be in second place if they lose two more they'll take over second place What's more preposterous about them losing this much is that they have more shutout losses than wins at this point in time. And I didn't look it up, but I can imagine that is his, that is, that might be, might be a first. Cause I'm thinking back and I'm like, at least, you know, somebody could score by accident or something. Um, But yeah, they're so bad. And Eric Stahl was like, Okay, I'm out of here. And the Habs yeah. were like, good, because we want you. Welcome. So there it is. Please take a cookie. So, uh, some other things to consider, too. Uh, the cap. Uh, I have, I'm not entirely sure how it's going to work out, because every other episode mm-hmm. of the Happy Hour, we always have, like, a cap question. And I mention it, 
And I'm always like, oh no, I didn't look up anything about what the hell is going on with the cap. So at the moment, according to Cap Friendly, the Habs are, uh, uh, they have $471,000 left. That's not enough to pay one single player. But of course, with the taxi squad and all that stuff, it, it, it changes what's going on. Because players on the taxi squad, I guess, are considered to be at the AHL or whatever the hell it is. <sighs> Which means that sooner or later, somebody's going to have to go. So we're going to have to keep an eye on that yeah. quite a bit there. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a couple of paper transactions, like Nick Suzuki's on the taxi squad again. Um, as of yesterday. Um, and he was there before, briefly. Um, Paul Byron's there still. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Okay, so um, Steve Dangle. Uh, Steve. Who, Steven Dangle. Well, maybe someday be a friend of the podcast. <laughs> um, he made a couple of fun tweets about Mark Bergevin and his press conferences. Um, the first one was, if Bergevin says the Habs aren't making a trade, you might as well set a timer. Yeah. Which is true. Um, and then Eric Engel said, Bergevin says he doesn't intend to make cap clearing moves. So then Steve Dangle quote tweeted that and said, if you're a hab, just pack a bag, mm-hmm. um, which mm-hmm. makes it um, three names that have been kind of floating around Habs Twitter and hockey Twitter for a majority of the season have been Arturi Lekkinen, Paul Byron and Victor Mete. And they are players that most of the fan base knows and cares about very deeply but they're also the ones that make the most sense to move in order to remain cap compliant and be able to support incoming players before the end of the season slash playoffs. Um, it's not where anybody wants to see them go. It'd be great if the Habs could keep all the players that we like, but that's not fiscally doable so it'll be interesting to see what happens in the coming week i think that's i personally i don't know Bart bridgman i wish i did uh, if you can introduce me please let me know um but i i think that a week is the longest mark bridgman might wait to do something else um granted like Expected, unexpected, you know, it could happen tomorrow. It could happen tonight. It could happen two weeks from now. You never know. Um, but moving a roster player makes the most sense um, in order to remain cap compliant and still do the things that this team needs to do and play how it needs to play. Why are you making that face? I didn't realize that there was a... Uh... What's the word for it? Some salary was retained. Salary retained. Oh, yeah, 50%. Oh. And we only <laughs> the Tabs only gave up two picks, a third and a fifth in the 2021 draft for Eric. Yes, that's also Eric very Stahl. important. Which ones it was, which picks it were, the, a third and a fifth. And it makes you wonder, like, huh, I kind of kind of figured someone like Eric Stahl might go for more than that, like maybe a second At and least. a third, I thought. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. all up on the. Uh, 
the thing there. So, like, uh, for example, his his previous trades, uh, like, um, when he was with the Wild, uh, the Buffalo Sabres traded uh, Marcus Johansson out his way. Oh, um, Mojo. Yeah, Mojo. And then before that, when the Rangers got Eric Stahl for a brief second, uh, Rangers traded away uh, Alexi Sorella, Arthur... Oh, yeah, and then a, a second round pick and a second yeah a second round pick in 2016 and 2017 so two two rounders and a player and just so now he's only worth two picks in the third and fifth well he hasn't he's had a a low performance season which has had which has been due to a bunch of mitigating factors Buffalo. a what i said buffalo oh <laughs> yeah exactly um and it'll be interesting to see what what happens uh, once he's able to join the team and actually play with them? And I think he's going to have a fucking great time with the Habs. He's, he's yes, I agree. The okay, I had to double check this. The sixth, the sixth worst plus minus in the league. Say what you will about plus minus. I happen to love it. It's one of my favorite stats ever. But the sixth worst all belong to Buffalo Sabres players. With the worst being Rasmus Dahlin. Oh no, you're not your friend. At a minus 32. It's that awful haircut he got. Second worst is Sam Reinhart at minus 21. Mm -hmm. So, I bet Rasmus is having a great time. Mm -hmm. Now, with that being the case, he also has 12 points on the season. So that would mean like if he'd had no points, it'd be a minus 44. Yikes. That's pretty remarkable. Anyway, enough about the Sabres and Eric Stahl. The NCAA tournament started this weekend. It Uh, did. The Wisconsin Badgers got booted out in the first round by um, Hoke Joke Mapokaboke school over in Habumpkin Hobobo. Which we have no idea where they are. I have no idea it's what in, school it's it was. in Minnesota. It's Bim Bimini Bon Boulash. No, that's a drag queen. Um oh, Bimini Bon Boulash, yeah. Great school. Awesome creative arts um, program. Uh Wisconsin Badgers. I can't spell Wisconsin apparently. Or Badgers. Um it's the worst even, thing when you're trying to look this stuff up because it automatically goes to basketball like all the goddamn time. Yeah. So it was... Um, well, I think I almost got it here. Nice, I thought I did. Bemidji? Which is a, which is a real place in Minnesota. Oh, um, it, is. it sounds like a bird. Like, a t- like, you know how the little budgies? Like, yep. maybe like the cousin is a Bemidji. Mm-hmm. So, Wisconsin's out. Uh, Boston University got uh, clobbered by St. Cloud, so Alex Tuck is out. And I believe that the only have remaining in the tournament is Blake Biondi. Hmm. With the uh, Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs. Duluth. Oh, yeah, that was that friggin', that was last night, that five overtime oh, game. Oh, my Atlanta, right. yes. That's Quintuple right. overtime. That's right. Wow. So they'll be going up against UMass in the semifinals. The actual Frozen Four and St. Cloud right now. Oh, yes. The game's going on right now against uh, Minnesota 
and then Minnesota State. Okay, so that's a, that's a thing. That's cool, I guess. So I mean, there Minnesota is only so creative, I guess. Yeah. So uh, what what's good about this is that um, well, as soon as Cole Caulfield's college uh, career ended, his pro career started as yeah. he signed officially an entry level contract with the Habs, and he will be reporting to the Rocket rather soon. Yep. So. And this is this was hours after uh, somebody asked Mark Bridgebane in another press conference um, when a decision would would be made about Cole Caulfield, and Mark Bridgebane said, ask me in a few days. More like a few hours, hours. Mark. Yes. Bridgebane! How, Dave, I have a question for you. How sure. long do you think Cole Caulfield will stay with the Rocket once he plays a game? That's a good question. That's a really good question because it's uh, complicated this season. Yeah. Because if they want to move somebody up, well, somebody out. quarantine's going to happen, then he'll be uh, over there. Uh, I want to say... It depends how the rest of the season goes. I'm not entirely sure if the Habs want to bump up Cole that quickly. Like say, like say if the season goes south and we go on a 10-game losing streak. Maybe we'll see him just to give him some ice time in the NHL. Maybe the season goes pretty well and we keep this, the chemistry with the, the teams that's going well. You don't want to add a kid up there. You also don't want to put the kid on the taxi squad. You want to give him pro experience. Hmm. But I would be surprised if Cole stays down the entire season. Depending on how he plays. He might play That's like fair. shit. Exactly. We don't know. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be the earliest if he does get called up after the trade deadline. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think. Like, if he, if he came up, like... If he plays like two games with the Rocket and they call him up, no, I don't think that's going to happen. He but needs I, time with Joel. Exactly. I would expect if he if he does get called up, I would expect it by like the end of April. Yeah. Before the playoffs, maybe depending on how things are going on. It's it's such a weird situation. You would love Cole Cole Caulfield on the power play. That'd be incredible. Yeah. The Rocket don't need help evidence well no. actually now they do because two players oh, yeah. got freaking injured in their game today i thought it was three against the moose oh no wheel came back yeah wheel came back um but meshack and yeah meshack yeah meshack and elan and elan was having himself quite a season and that's mm-hmm. the thing meshack and elan and i think uh i think they're both wingers those two don't know off the top of my head i'm not a rocket expert i'm not a rocket scientist yeah. you know so um, while dave's looking that up some stats about some fun facts about cole caulfield yes. he led the entire ncaa hockey world with 30 goals means he was best in the nation best in the nation in the entire united states the um, whole one even though he's only four inches tall Four um, inches tall. He led the Big Ten with 52 points. Um, so that's another 22 assists on top of his 30 goals. He is a top 10 finalist for the Hobie Baker Award. Hobie. And Mark Bergevin, uh commented on 
uh, Cole Caulfield's game um, about how he watched he watched games from uh, his first NCAA season or his like his junior seasons um, to this most recent season and noticed that he really want he said he really wanted Cole Caulfield's game when Cole Caulfield does, is not possessing the puck to improve and he said that he saw that improve exponentially so he's really excited and happy about that and um i believe that has definitely played a part in cole being signed in this offseason i like that yeah uh Ilanen's a winger Meshach's a center and uh with if Ilanen's out for a while well there you go, Cole. Got time to, you know, have some fun on a wing. Don't know if Cole's a... I think he's naturally a right winger, but I have to double check that too, but I'm not going to. I mean, maybe maybe he'll be like Mahish Swissyard and be able to switch it up sometimes. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, great. The Rocket are facing the Moose again in two yes. days. Enough yeah. of that freaking I think team. they play them two more times. Is that this it? week? Is that it? Um, Is there no God? No. Um, speaking of the rocket, more fun facts. Uh, Raphael Avi Bernard, uh, Jesse Ilonen, or is it Jesse Ilonen? Jordan Wheel, Otto Luskinen, and Corey Schooneman have played in every rocket game so far this season. Raphael Harvey Bernard is a first year rookie and, has pl and is still playing on the first line. And he's on the penalty kill. He's on the first, he's first deployed on the penalty kill, um, which is really cool. Uh, Rafael Harvey Bernard is a really fun player to watch if you need, if you need any somehow more incentive to watch the Rocket. Um, there, a lot of them are so freaking good. Um, that whole team is a freaking, whole team is, they're it's stacked. a freight train. It's that ridiculous. team is very dumb. Very dumb. I don't know if we were recording yet because I wanted to look up the league-wide uh, 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 standings for the uh, AHL. Oh, yeah, right. So as well as the Rocket are playing, and I mean, they're just killing people. Everybody. The, the Everybody. North Division is almost a wash, and it's going to be the Rocket. Yeah. And also with the schedule. So they go up against the Moose one more time. And that's on the 30th. And then that's it. Enough with that goddamn team. <laughs> and then Man, they go up that. against uh, Stockton, Toronto, Stockton Belleville. Heat. And mm -hmm. that's it. Only those three teams until the end of the season in May 15th. Okay. You have to dress up like Cowboys because they had such a good beginning. Right, It was like 11 one and four or something like that and they're in their first 16 um and joel bouchard told them at the beginning of their long western road trip that if they did put on a good showing that they could dress up as cowboys and he kept that promise and then there's a photo on the rocket on uh, twitter which you probably have seen if you haven't go look at it it's from earlier this week um everybody in the rocket organization is dressed up like a cowboy except for joel bouchard who is on the bottom left, all the way to the left. Who is wearing, decidedly not a cowboy. He's not a cowboy. He not. might technically be wearing a, re a Western shirt. It's hard to tell what's on his pockets, but he's not wearing a hat, not wearing a handkerchief or anything. Like, um, But the rest of the team and all the other brass and everything are having a good old time uh, dressing up like cowboys at uh, uh, West. So... Definitely check that out. Definitely check the Rocket out. Um, even if you don't get the AHL 
package, streaming package, uh, definitely watch some highlight reels on Twitter. Like it's, it's a good time. It's hard not to be excited about all of these players that are ours. And they're probably not going to have a playoff. Yeah. Cause stupid awesome. COVID. Awesome. So uh, the thing about the rocket, uh, they're really good. Um, I was just looking at the, the league stuff. So yeah, they're running away with the North division. Um, the AHL usually do their playoffs if a playoff happens based on point percentage. Based on point percentage, they are fourth in the league behind the Henderson Silver Knights, goddamn Las Vegas, uh, Chicago Wolves, which used to be the Vegas team, but I don't know who they are with now, uh, Providence Bruins, with, and then the uh, Charlotte. I mean, oh, no kidding. The Hurricanes, yeah. I think the Hurricanes and I think the Hurricanes and Chicago Blackhawks did some switching around. Because uh, the 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 route the, the Hurricanes AHL team used to be the Charlotte Checkers, but they are no longer they're affiliated with somebody else now, mm-hmm. which is weird to me. But mm-hmm. I don't make the rules. Yeah, I'm looking up on their weird AHL website and it doesn't really say who they're with. Um, Whatever. I'm not really, I don't really care. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Okay. If you want to yell at us on Twitter about it, we're if at you're, If you're a Chicago Wolves fan, <laughs> by all means. Isn't that where that one us. guy went that came over from Russia in the first um, the first year of the, the, of the Vegas team? Yeah, the first Is draft he- pick that they got. <laughs> Duke, yeah, he whoever all, he was all hyped up and whatever and then he got sent to the hl and he refused to play so they just sent him back home. oh I yeah who was like that. that i don't remember because everybody was like really excited about him and then like nothing it's like happened. i'm not gonna play in the hl you freaking cretins and he's yeah i forget i i remember that story so vaguely yeah, i don't remember his name yeah, that's funny it was so long ago all right, so Cole Caulfield's going to be in the organization. Organization Eric Stahl is probably going to be a staple on the roster. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. Um, then we have our first game, uh, finally, uh, tomorrow after the COVID protocols. And let's see here. Apparently, there was a practice today. but I could Was be... that today? I was wondering about I that. I thought they I didn't. I don't know if somebody was, like, lying about this. Somebody posted a video also of um, somebody like bulldozing Josh Anderson, but I'm like, is that from today? Is that from forever ago when it's just being reposted or posted for the first time? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because nope, I thought they yet. weren't supposed to resume anything until tomorrow. Uh, there it is. Chantel Maccabay. Ah. Um, workout two hours after receiving the results of the COVID test this morning. This morning, these results are negative. The team expects to receive results around 2, 3 p.m. That was a while ago, Chantel. What are you talking about? Oh, maybe it's the tests and then the results will be tomorrow. Uh, kind of weird. That's Who weird. knows when it comes to COVID protocol? Um... I think that's it. I didn't have any other Habs news. I I have other Habs news. Go on! First thing, because Veronica's not here to say it, and it needs to be said. Again, you can love a sport, you can love a team, you can love a player, and still 
critique them, say they need to do better, say they need to be better, say their position or deployment with the team needs to change. Shea Weber. I love him. He's wonderful. I met him. He smiled at me. He has a special place in my heart. He's not a spring chicken. Yes, in, in the hockey world. He needs to be better, yes. And that can be done by decreasing his minutes, changing his position, maybe not having him on the first line. Are you hiding behind your Dr. Pepper? Are you afraid of me right now? No, I'm holding it like okay. somebody does hot cocoa. Oh. <laughs> Are you cozy right now, Dave? Not particularly. <laughs> um, we can granted, we're like we're not coaches or whatever. But just because a fan floats an idea of reducing or changing a player's deployment does not mean that we dislike that player or want something bad happened to them or want them traded, what have you. Just casual reminder for some people on the internet. A casual reminder for a casual fan, <laughs> which we sure. all are. We're, all, we're just casual fans. We have no, well, I mean, we could have, we could have money invested in this. I don't know. Um, did you read the other thing, which is more fun? Read. Did you, <laughs> you don't read. Okay. Um, did you, you liked that tweet earlier about the hockey players reading. Anyway. Um, did you, you didn't read Eric, Ar Eric Angle's article on Corey Perry from today nope. on Sportsnet? It was wonderful. You was. should read it. Um, it's, it's a little lengthy. I mean, maybe about 10 minutes, if that. Um, it just it talks about why Corey Perry agreed to come to Montreal playing for league minimum. Um, and Corey Perry's initial answer was he's just like, I want to play hockey. Um, Corey Perry, he got the offer from Mark Bridgman. Um at I think like somewhere around like nine or ten in the morning. Um and he talked to his wife, uh Blankeny? Blake Blakeny? It's like Blake and Y. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm so sorry. She sounds white. Probably. I mean they're from Ontario. I don't know. How white is Ontario? How white's Blakeny? I don't I don't look, I don't know. His son's name is Griffin also, so who knows? Corey um, Perry's wife, Google.com. Blakeney <laughs> Perry. Literally Blakeney. Blakeney, Blake okay. Blakeney? Blake Blake right, Blake. Okay, I don't know. Now Corey Perry's going to beat us up. Um, That's fine. He asked his wife for her blessing before he went, and she and his whole, he or her and her, their whole family. How do you yes, yell of course. at your wife if it's Blakeney? <laughs> Blakeney! <laughs> Corey, I told you to put the dishes on the top shelf. Then just, you freaking insane Blakeney, you put them on the bottom shelf. And it just, I, it just, it's just rolling in my head right now. Love oh it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, Montreal was the only official offer that Corey Perry got. There were discussions with other teams. And Corey Perry said that he thought that something else might come along from another team. But he, he was, 
like the window was closing and he wanted to grab something good while he could. And this was at the end of December. The, the league was about to start up. He needed to travel and quarantine and find a place to live and all that. So he took the one from the Habs. Um, he, uh, Eric Engel says, um, Corey Perry goes from the taxi squad to the utility vehicle squad, which uh-huh. I loved. I That's was like, yes, perfect. Um, I mean, he went from the bottom six to the top six. I um, mean, he's, he's moved around. He, he, he really is a little Swiss Army knife. You can put him, not little, but you can put him wherever he needs, you need a space filled. He, um, has had six goals and six assists in 24 games. He's helped the power play, which the Habs have needed. Um, Eric Engels interviewed some of, uh, Corey Perry's former teammates from, um, the Dallas stars and the Anaheim ducks. I, don't remember everything said about him from the Ducks, but Tyler Sagan said some really cool stuff about Corey Perry. He said that no one should be surprised at Corey's success with the Habs, that Corey Perry was not highlighted enough while he was in Dallas, that he was exceptional, but the Dallas media just didn't pay attention to him. He wasn't exalted. Um, and he honestly wishes, because I mean, Corey Perry was only with Dallas for a year, but he wishes Tyler Sagan wishes he could have been teammates with Corey Perry longer because that Corey Perry is just, he's a guy like no matter what, it doesn't matter if he's scoring a goal a game or if he's having a 20 game drought, he is there and he is plugged in and he's ready to go and he's positive and he's trying to get everybody else in that same mind frame and trying to get everybody else to be successful and build them up as well as keeping himself successful and built up as much as he can and that he's the type of guy that any team would want in their locker room which I thought was really cool especially coming from a guy like Tyler Sagan um I when I read those things coming from Tyler Sagan it was just very interesting because Tyler Sagan is a really big star first in Boston maybe not so much but now in Dallas and talking speaking that highly of a of a person you played with for a single season um, was just incredible to me that he had that much of an impact on Tyler Sagan. Um, And there's a lot of other stuff in the article that I am missing. um, And I've retweeted it, but I'll retweet it again after we're done recording. Definitely check it out. It's really good. It's, you'll be able to read it for free um, on Sportsnet's website. and Eric Engels did a good job of using his personal Twitter to pull out some fun, tid, fun tidbits about um, Corey Perry and uh, the things that other people said about him. Um, and it's it's from today, so it's super fresh. It's a good time. Friend of the podcast, Eric Engels. Yes, friend of the podcast. You can find the article on Sportsnet and his Twitter feed. That's yes, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised he didn't ask uh, Blakeney any questions. <laughs> no, he did. I think he did talk to her. What? Um, I think he did talk to Blakeney a little bit, but he didn't talk to Griffin, I don't think, um, which I think would be really cool. Like, ask the kids a question. Is it or a two. Griffin with a Y? I think it's with an O. What? Groffin? No, Griffin. <laughs> no. I don't. I thought it was Griffon. I don't. I don't know. It's. 
It doesn't have a Y in it, I think. I'm pretty sure. I would have remembered so, the little tail man, bit. Oh, man, oh, man. <sighs> Grothin. Is that the name of the episode? God. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that. So the mythical creature is with an I. Hmm, there goes my... Uh... Like two I's or an I-O? I-I. Oh. I-F-F-I. Griffin. Hmm. Uh, the Griffin, Griffon, or Griffin, it's all of them, actually. So <laughs> I'm more, I know the uh, Y-O one. That's what I grew up with. This is a Harry Potter. Abilities. It flies and it guards treasure. I That's thought you were looking at Grippers. <laughs> Mythological origin, Greece and Egypt. Very Hellenistic, this creature. Mm. Okay. That's pretty cool. Blakeney. Look, I didn't name her. I don't know. Blakeney? Maybe she's related to Toe Blake and they wanted to make... Please. I'm just... I'm going to tweet that really really quick. Yeah, Corey's, Corey Perry's son, it's spelled with two eyes. Okay. That's pretty cool. Oh, here's a picture of Blakeney in her little, her little mask. Cheering. She has a... Whoa, that ring is big. Bruh. Yeah, I mean, Corey Perry, he's going to get himself a Blakeney. <laughs> oh, my Atlanta. Oh, I forgot about Corey Perry's walk of shame. <laughs> oh, yeah. the uh, When he got ejected from the freaking... <laughs> the winter class. I was looking up more pictures of his wife, but then it just shows Corey Perry leaving the winter classic. Incredible. That's back when I was like, ha ha. Fuck you, Corey Perry. Yeah. But now I, yeah. I love the guy. Yes, and I should I need to say on the podcast too. I and I said it on Twitter. I've hated Corey Perry for a long time. Oh yeah, me too. Um, when he was a duck, I was like, I can't was, stand yes, this bastard. Because like, he was always agitating Carrie Price, and I just wanted to Carrie Price to just dummy him like real quick with a one timer, like bam. Well, now we know it, he was doing it because he loved him so he much. Loved- <laughs> <laughs> he can't wait to hang out with you all the time. Yeah. God, we, we see each other all the time now, Carrie. Isn't that great? And Carrie's What's like, that? yeah, Corey, it's all I ever want in my life. <laughs> exactly like that. Exactly like that. Um, Same thing with Weber. Just, hey, guys, I'm really happy that Carrie and Corey are here now. Yay. Just awesome. Um, Jesus. But I have slowly been coming to appreciate and enjoy Corey Perry on the hands. I only um, wish that... Uh, Friggin' Ilya Kovalchuk could have been here for all of these amazing players (laughs) coming to Montreal. Though I just realized a a very bad fact. The Montreal Canadiens are becoming the New York Rangers. Where players of bygone eras come to stop their career. Before, it was the Rangers. Gretzky would go there. Lafleur went there. Though Lafleur, I think... And wait, did he end with the Rangers? They end up end up with the Nordiques. I forget now. Regardless, but for a long time, the perception I had of the New York Rangers was how New Yorkers view Florida. It's where you go to retire. See, for and... me, it was Arizona. <laughs> what? Well, for, for me, players? it was yeah, like um, Shane, not Shane Known, um, Marion Hosa. Uh... Um. Wow, that sucks. There were some other ones. There were some other ones. If I was um, Marion Hosa, I'd be like, yeah, I want to retire my 
career in Arizona. Well, I think it was they. A lot of players got traded there because they had ridiculous contracts. And gotcha. Arizona had nothing, mm-hmm. so they were like, "We can take that if mm-hmm. you." I don't know. So I don't. Just I feel like a lot of players went there just to languish. Is Phil Castle still there? Yeah, he did. He got a freaking hat trick either yesterday or today. Oh. Amazing. I'm glad he's doing well. Love him. I hope he gets a lot of hot He dogs. would be a great hab. He would be great. Imagine. Dave, you would have a conniption. I would I would have a heart attack and <laughs> die. That's what I would do. Freaking, would... you, you, you have Cole Caulfield, Cook Kaniemi, and Phil Kessel on a line. Good luck, everybody. I would be absolutely out of my mind if that could happen. Dave would run naked through the streets of mm-hmm. Albany. Easy. Easily. Any weather. Any weather. Any weather. Just don't drop your frozen snickers. Any weather. Oh, weird. No, I just got a... Jesus. I just got a notification from the Habs Twitter saying that Eric Stahl was addressing the media. I'm like, what happened? Yeah, but like, no, oh, but it happened today. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are they doing now? Yeah, nine o'clock. Come on. What the hell? Well, I mean, remember when Max Pacioretty got traded? It was two in the morning. Yep. Same thing. Well, no, I was going to say the same thing happened to Chucky, but nope. Nope. I mean, nope. it was so late. It was, mm-hmm. it, was, it was very dark outside and had been for a hot minute. Yes, it has. Yep. Okay. I think that's all the Habs news. Same. I don't think anything else happened in Habsville. Um, I don't think so either. Yeah. 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 Did Did you guys talk about Jordan Harris on Tuesday? Probably not. Nope, Jordan Harris is staying in school. Oh, that's right, Jordan Harris. But, yeah, mm-hmm. but he he remain he will not be eligible for redrafting or free agency until August 2022. So even though the school year ends in like May of 2022, um, he is still contracted to the Habs uh, for a few months, and both him his agent and his parents and the Habs say that school is very important to him. It has always been like that since the beginning for him. And he is still very much in attached to the Montreal Canadiens organization and for all intents and purposes intends to sign with them as soon as he wants his degree, as soon as he finishes his degree. Fine, whatever. And I mean, it's still, I mean, (laughs) I don't know. I respect him for it. Like, um, I, I have hung out with some hockey players and a lot of them said they regretted not finishing their degrees. Um, and it was harder for them to, to do it part-time. Um, like Brian McDonough is currently in college classes right now. Um, uh, and it just, and I, I've heard a lot of players in, at all levels in various places, like on social media discuss about how like they, it's, it's harder for them to finish it later on. And it sucks to see younger players not make it in a professional hockey league and then have nothing to fall back on. They don't have a degree. 
um, which isn't, no, isn't always necessary to land a job, but it does help. It can help. Um, and so I absolutely respect and admire Jordan Harris for his decision. And um, I wish him nothing but the best. And I can't wait to see what happens next summer. Yep, because that's probably the next time we're going to have to wonder about Mr. Harris. Yep. Which is all good. And I agree. Yeah. Go to school, kids. It's the cool thing to do. Don't do school. Stay in drugs. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> neck deep in them. <laughs> uh, I wonder, was the D.A.R.E. program in Canada? I wish we could, I wish don't we know. could ask a Veronica that. No, I just there's a really good podcast called You're Wrong About, and they did an episode on the Dare program and why <laughs> it sucked and what things replaced it. Yeah, the Dare program was uh, for those Canadian listeners. The Dare program was the <laughs> Jesus. How can I explain it? It was a program where cops would come in and talk to kids about not doing drugs. Yeah, and that included marijuana. Yeah. And there was like a lion who didn't wear pants. That, that's like... right. What? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Yuppie doesn't wear pants. It's okay. He, he wears shoes, wear though. Thank God. Do the lion did not wear shoes. He just had a shirt on. Yeah, he did. Um. Uh... I just remember they had a theme song, and when we graduated, we had to sing it. Ew. Graduated from the Dare that. program. What grade were you in? Uh, that might have been grade I was in grade five. five. Yeah. yeah, I was in grade five too. Yeah, they do apparently have the D.A.R.E. program in Canada. Oh, nice. Um, we had we had D.A.R.E. and Reality Check. Oh, we didn't have Reality Check. Do you, do you remember what Reality Check was? Uh-uh, I don't think we had that. Okay, so this might have been a New York thing. I'm not entirely sure, but it was so strange because to me, it was like reality check was like dare for high schoolers. And it's where all the straight edge kids like hung out. Oh, no. Yeah. But they would do things like they would have they would host like shows and shit like hardcore like shows. Music shows. Yeah. So straight edge and hardcore were kind of like a oh, symbiote yeah. for a while. Mm -hmm. Why did that happen? You take like you take like the two complete polar opposites, like super well, hardcore music and not doing drugs or alcohol. I mean, a lot of hardcore like, kids, yeah. a lot of hardcore kids and pop punk kids are are really. Into, I say kids, people are in this in our straight edge. Um, it's a it's a thing. They're I mean, kids. people our age aren't are we are we still kids? No, I'm, I'm old saying as people, fuck. People our age, we're only what we're like six years <laughs> apart, Dave. Um, like people our age are, are still straight. I think seven now. <laughs> what year were you born? 87. Oh, we're only five years apart, Dave. Um, oh, you're younger than I thought you were. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't I look it, <laughs> I overestimated. <laughs> um, you're still a handsome devil. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> Um, I remember the Cold War vaguely. Oh yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I was alive during the Habs last cup. I do not remember it. I didn't know hockey existed. So okay. So one more thing about reality. Reality check. Yeah. So I was talking about straight edge kids that like oh, hardcore. Yeah. The one fight in my life I've ever been in, like an actual bout, 
of yeah. physical harm was against a straight edge straight edge kid at a house party. Wow. I was too drunk to fight. And he's still an asshole. <laughs> Is it that one guy from your job or from your hockey team? Uh, no. Okay. Hockey team? Straight edge yeah. hockey? I don't know. No, no. This, this gotta, is, this gotta is be way, fake. way back in the day. Okay. Like, I was still in college. Mm-hmm. Rihanna and Lady Gaga had top uh, five songs on the Billboard Top 100. Hell yeah. Umbrella and Let's Dance. Fucking what a time. Oh my God. And, uh, don't say about us too late. Who, who are those guys? Wait, what? It's too late to apologize. Oh, uh, one, one Republic. One Republic. Yeah, that, that they had a song. Timbaland. Yeah. Yeah. What a what a great time. Um, I had to do a dance portion in 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 PE class, and for my performance, (laughs) it was me and two other girls, and we danced to "Umbrella" by Rihanna. (laughs) You want to know who else danced to "Umbrella" by Rihanna? Spider Man. Tom Holland. That's right. (laughs) What a freaking pro he is. He's great. Well, because he he was on Broadway for a bit, no? Yeah, and like when when in Spider Man, when the one guy's like, "Hey, Spider Man, do a flip." And he does a flip, and guy's like, yeah! He actually did that flip. Wow. Yeah, I know. He's so cool. I like Tom Holland. He's I like Tom kid. Holland a lot, too. Yeah, me too. All right, we got three minutes. Um, I don't like BoJack Horseman. It's fine. You're, that's, you're, it's more for me. It's your prerogative. I'm I'm an emo kid. I'm going to like BoJack Horseman, and I'm going to watch it again. And oh, is that why I don't like it? Because I'm not I don't. I don't know. Damn. You're also not mentally ill. So it's um it, it reminds me of watch it's like I'm watching an animated interpretation of Catcher in the Rye and I'm like Okay, see Ugh. I hate Catcher in the Rye. But I still like Bojack Horseman. Catcher in the Rye, whoever the main kid is in that in uh, that is that fucking dick. Reminds me of Bojack and I'm like, I can't disassociate it now. Are you still on season one? No, um I just got I just watched the Henry Wrinkler episode of season two. Okay. So I'm far enough into it where, like, the first episode, the first season was so bad. I was like, yeah. ugh. And then um, I but I do have favorite characters, though. I like Todd a Todd lot. Todd is the fucking best. I like Todd and Vincent a lot. <laughs> Vincent Adultman is also Vincent Adultman is, yeah. is pretty good. And I um, also like um the Penguin Books guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I yes. really like, and he's voiced by uh, Patton Oswalt. I like him Oswald, a lot, too. Yeah. Did you? Did oh, Jack, you... we need this book. I gotta <laughs> see my kids again. <laughs> did you see the? Um, what did you think of the the muffins episode this, with the seal? Oh, with the <laughs> the military guy seal. Yeah, yeah the Navy yeah. seal, right? Yeah. I oh man, it was one of those episodes where I just I can't get over Bojack's assholeness. It's so ridiculous. I just it's it's almost to the point. Like it it it, the show's so funny because like number one, Vincent Adultman can exist and everybody gets it, but Bojack is like that's bullshit, and everyone else is like no, it's not. Yet the 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 opposite of that happens with what what characters interpret as like being real, and everyone's like oh yeah, everyone should believe the seal, and Bojack's right about the seal, Mm -hmm. and then it's another reversal. I'm like, where are these guys going? But I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's it's it gets really heavy. Um, there's a lot of there. There's a lot of human analysis and reflection done. Um, 
just by the way some of the characters are depicted and the way that their storylines play out and it's just it just it's stuff that i don't think could be done on regular television regular mainstream television Nope. Um, you can't have three kids stacked on top of each other and pass <laughs> as an adult. Not not for multiple show. episodes. Not for multiple episodes. They did it for like a second in The Little Rascals. But <laughs> that was a movie. <laughs> I went to Wall Street and I did a business. <laughs> He's so busy all the time. <laughs> and he has his little broom hand. <laughs> you do realize that's that's the three kids <laughs> in a trench coat. Only you ever just don't like him. Only, you only ever see the one kid, the yeah. full, the face. Well, who are the other kids? <laughs> who are these other, other children? Because then, uh, um, all right. Now we're starting to come up on time, okay. but yeah. Have you have you heard of the episode where where Princess Carolyn goes to Vincent's house yet? I don't think so. No. Oh. Okay. All right. I think that's it. Bye.